When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. How are you? What's going on? You're missing out on absolutely frigid New York City today. We are taping on <laughs> December 14th. It is like chill down the spine cold. Uh, I don't know how LA... I know people love weather talk of a day that they're not experiencing. I mean, yeah. So I'm... I'm in LA, so I still drive with like my convertible top down every day. Uh, I know, but I in the mornings it's really cold. I'm literally wrapped in a blanket, as if. <laughs> Cut it out! Shut up! I'm wrapped, in a wrapped in a blanket. I'm literally like, like my fingers morning. have no feeling at their tips. I went and ate <laughs> breakfast before outside, and I go to this place, Blackstone which is on the corner uh-huh. of Hudson and Christopher. And I love going there. The, you know, the family that runs, it's really nice. And I like sitting outside there, but there's like, we are, what? we are hitting the tipping point of like, I can't be outside there anymore. Like I have to, I mean, if it's not like, I'm the prime weather, I'm not outside. I, I like to just be outside. Like, you know, you, you know, like when you were in New York, like you don't want to be in that, you know, the, I know these apartments that could be, referred to as tombs you know they they're Dungeons. Just, yeah like coffins just living <laughs> coffins so i don't know i was out there and i had my eggs and i'm like shivering over them as i think back to a 2023 of bachelor bachelorette golden bachelor excitement so this is kind of our recap show of the year right because there's yeah I mean, Honestly, it's been a year of like of this fran- this franchise like I think during the pandemic they like filled it up with like a bunch of you know we had like a lot more stuff going on but Yeah, yeah. you had different things happening. This season this year 2023 specifically, it's like there's you know the the winter, spring and fall of it all. You know what I mean? Like there was like mm-hmm. you know if we think if we go back at Zach Shell cross the season, we have charity season and then the golden Gary season which and paradise. And like- paradise. I even forgot about. Yeah, so all four seasons we had you know winter, spring and fall and summer, you know? I mean, I literally saw um when I was filling out my awards outline i had to bring up the cast for zach for charity for golden because i was like i need to refer back to these so i make sure because there's so many 
key players that either we might have forgotten. I know. Or, or, and it's actually even more interesting seeing the people who were on the show that were literally forgotten. I, I forgot half of these people existed. I know. I forget about most of them the minute the season ends for whatever season they're yeah. on. But I, and, and I don't mean that in like a mean way. I know that sounds kind of mean, but I, I, I just mean it in like, all right, good luck. Good luck with college. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm like done with it. I, I mean, we only have a certain amount of space in our brain to hold information. Right. And I can't remember all past Bachelor contestants forever. Unless you had like a major part, I have forgotten about you. I wish you the best. Well, it's kind of the fun of paradise. I think that's like most of the fun is like who comes down the stairs and you do the what 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 was their thing? And then you get a little update, and you go, "Oh yeah," it brings you back. You know, like right. I. That's why I kind. Of, I think we both agree. We want more people coming down those stairs. Like I want so many people coming down that stairs that I'm like, too. We might have too many. You know, I I I, I like know that. because because I think we get to a point in paradise where everybody is really coupled off, and then the couples become. Uh, they're no longer interesting. Right. We're waiting for the drama so, because if everybody's coupled off and happy, like what are we watching? So, so we want people to keep coming down. I'd rather have 20 couples or mm-hmm. than, you know, five. I, I, I'd rather have 20 situationships than three people who tell me how solid they are because that brings us to our bachelor news. <laughs> Hit the music, um, <laughs> you know, news channel bachelor what do we think it's so crazy we, so to before we get into the recap of 2023 we want to talk about the news that came out since the bachelor in paradise ended well since bachelor and golden bachelor ends gary and Teresa are going to have their wedding on tv on january 4th okay that'll Fourth, be yeah hilarious and awesome and we can't wait for that and they have kind of gone on their tour their media tour Let's start with Gary and Teresa. High line, you know, from 30,000 feet. Do you like Gary and Teresa more, less, no thought? What do you think, uh, Kat? I mean, I do like Gary and Teresa. I think the two of them together fit better than all of the others. Mm. I loved Faith, but I think I liked Faith as herself, like, by herself right. separately than, from Gary. And I really liked Leslie, but again, I don't know if she's the right fit for Gary. I think Teresa is the is the perfect equivalent. Mm. And then we found out that they're moving in together and I believe they're moving to, is it Charleston? Raleigh? Charleston, that's what yeah. it is. They're moving to Charleston together, yes. which is really interesting. What do you think about them? Charleston's the perfect place for them to be like, faux famous you know like i i think they i i you know again i think they like the camera i think that's i think that's been more of a reveal than we can you know you know like it's like your parents probably have said the same thing to you like oh my god i got 200 facebook likes and you're like yeah they're like i'm viral they kind of have that same glee that when it comes to seeing a camera that is the place where they can be big fish, small pond. They can be oohed and awed at by every bachelorette, you know, party that's familiar with the bachelor and the gold debate. They'll get all oh, yeah. their flowers down there. 
It's not L.A. It's not San Diego. It's not too young for them. It's a they can be golfing. They can be old there. So I, I my friend has bars down there and I've been a bunch and it's really a blast. And I've never been. You would love it. Okay. It's got you think? I, I, I I know you. It's got. You know, I've I've said Charleston is like it's got the beach, the downtown. It's got the suburb like it's got all of it, but like far enough apart that you can experience all of them, but not have to like right. be on, they're not on top of each other. Like I've actually said it's the perfect bachelorette weekend. I planned a bachelorette party. I gave a whole plan. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Jared Freed, bachelorette party planner. Everybody. I had, no, I took it very seriously. You're laughing, but. <laughs> Ramona's daughter like started a company. She copied my idea. Like I was like, I Ramona should plan singer. Yeah, I, her daughter like copied my idea. Real housewife. Yes, I. I, <laughs> I think I'd be a great bachelorette bachelor party planner, and because you have to like take. I basically said that like it'd be great. I, I had a whole write up. I'll write. I'll repost it once this come out of my I'm Charleston bachelorette party plan, and so. I just think you would enjoy it. And it's a fun place. And my buddy owns bars, Uptown Social, Share House. Um, uh, there's another place, Bodega. They're opening more and more. So I think it's a great town for them to kind of like get the camera love that they seem to like. As a couple, mm -hmm. I agree with you. They, um, Gary's going to be, I don't say much dad. She's going to be kind of in charge, rule the roost. And that's yeah. what he wanted. He didn't want, and he wanted to go to a quiet life. I mean, again, go back and listen to my interview with him. What are you doing tonight? I'm going to walk in the Central Park and have a hot dog. Like, he needs someone to match that. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat, but not wanting to eat so much of it, or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness, and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Now, let's go to our Bachelor in Paradise news. A lot of couples really breaking up. So I guess it started with Avon and Kylie breaking up, which we kind of saw coming. But it came yeah. with some, with some, what's it called? It came with some drama. Drama, yes. So, so basically, Kylie says that he was cheating. Well, the the interesting or the, I guess, fucked up part about this is that the day after the episode aired, the final episode of Paradise, mm. they come out on social media. They do a collab post together. Yeah. Talking about how they're in a relationship dating, almost engagement-like photos. 
And then she's even posting, I screenshotted this. I feel like such a bitch for doing this, but I screenshotted this just for reference. And it was like, you know how you share like an Instagram post to your story. And it says, it was like a text thing. It's like, how did mommy meet daddy? And then it was like, he sent a flame, sent a flame emoji, whatever. And then the next post, literally the next day was on her story was the breakup announcement. And then you go to her page and all of the photos are gone. I mean, the next day. What seemed has happened is, and this is the thing, this is why you kind of step out quietly as a couple. It's it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it goes with like, you you kind of inch your way out and you go, we're, you know, we're together. And then it goes, is anyone going to dispute this? <laughs> you right. know, like, and you go, uh, no, okay, yeah, I guess we're together. Like, you know, it's like get in, you have to get into the pool gently, it, 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 especially with a reality TV relationship that literally, as she said, started with a DM. It's like, I was, it, you know, it's the Bane line from Batman. I was born in the DMs. I was fashioned by the DMs. I was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I I live in the DMs, you know, like, and I it's like. I live for the DMs. <laughs> so, like, Kylie, too, like, you know, you live in this world, too, Kylie. Like, everyone that came to the beach was like, I'm here to meet Kylie. Like, they all were right. looking at her Instagram. So, it's like. You live and die by the sword a little bit. I'm not blaming Kyle, Kylie no. for getting cheated on. I'm just saying, like, none of it is surprising that Kylie would put out on Instagram, hey, I'm with my new boyfriend, and then, like, 17 women are like, um, here are the screenshots. This guy's been messaging me for, like, I know. Uh, you know, this is what that I assume is... happened. I don't know if that's the story. I mean, that's. I mean, I was going to ask you what you thought yeah. had happened because I, I think that's what it is, too, because, I mean you put something out there like that. And I wonder if these girls were all just like waiting to see because, you know, waiting for the end of the show (laughs) just to, just to like, you know what I mean? Just to say it and get that sort of like reaction or that, um, or maybe like revenge or like, you know, whatever it it is to put, it sucks. And, um, I mean, it sucks that he did that, but it also sucks that, you know, she's in that position where the whole internet knows her relationship and they're like, well, let me, let me, <laughs> let me tell you let something you about your relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and so then we have the Aaron and Eliza. Eliza breakup, which like, I think is more, you know, the Kylie Avon one, you go, that was love on the rocks. Like it did look like they let, they literally left. You said it looking like the movie scene. And so many people the, from The Graduates, so yes. many people were tagging me in that. Yes. And But Aaron and Eliza, they hinted to, they spoke about it at um, the end of the episode in those like post credits being like, right. Aaron and Eliza have hit some speed bumps but are still working through whatever. I don't know. I, I, but you I know, guess- to me, it just was a more annoying than Avon. You're like, okay. They, they met over DM, a flame emoji, you know, Made this happen and it broke it down. The Aaron Eliza thing was, and again, from like Aaron's side, you go like this whole romanticism, this whole like AI speak that he was doing. Eliza, who like forced Aaron into this like, tell me you love me and then I'll tell you how I feel from that I love you. You go like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then to see that they broke up, I was like, 
not surprised, I guess, but like, I don't know. It kind of ruined the show to me. <laughs> you know, like it, it, yeah, it, because it, they it, were supposed to be the couple that right. we at least believed. But then again, I don't believe anything Aaron says. Like I assumed that he was in it just to like make it to the end of the beach, the recognition that comes with an engagement right. and then he can get out of it before, this, before the, it gets into like, let's post together uh, on Instagram. Right. This is why there needs to be a money angle. This is why they yeah. need to do an offer of like, we'll give you a hundred grand or you can post together on Instagram. Like, do a joint post as a couple or a hundred grand that, you know, like give us that so we can see these people have to actually make a decision because then we get the final breakup and, you know, this was like, you know, this was satisfying, but not, it's not the way I wanted the breakup is Kat and I John know. Henry. Like it was like, I'm like, I'm not happy. They, I don't care, but like I wanted more from this break. <laughs> I, I wanted me too yeah especially I w- with how they told us at the end of the um at the end of the season they were like cat and john henry are moving to san diego to start a life together and then a week later we get a break i mean not even a week later like days later we get a breakup post I, was it a, collab a joint post it was I'm a sick. collab yeah i i i didn't want this to be a healthy breakup i wanted this to be you know, shock and awe. I wanted cat with mutual love and respect. No, we've no, no. To, ugh, get I, the fuck I, out of here. This Kat, is Kat. You you screamed at him one hundred percent, and he got scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted. I, yeah, the cat and John Henry. Like you want the cat, you know, story to be told in reality because like cat is a representation. You know, cat is going to get a lot of the brunt of of anger this season i'm sure on social media yeah. and i don't want to i don't want to add to that because i think she is but i don't think she realized that she's like an example of the people we see on social media that tell you the life is perfect but then we get to see behind the scenes at a dinner party and you go oh guess it isn't all perfect yeah. like she kind of represents that whether that's fair or not but based on her behavior of the season when you say when you treat others kind of mean and then you get to the end and you're like, oh my God, my fairy tale. I never saw it happening. It's like when you literally maneuvered all the chess pieces to make this fucking happen. When you actively were Attila the Hun plotting yes, like a, this was a her. full on like face smushing your friend Jess to get to John Henry. 100%. Like, I, I, you know, I go, you represent something that exists. You know, all jokes are steeped in honesty. Good jokes are also honest. So like her story is also honest, you know? Yeah. You know, and the reason people don't like her is because she represents an honest thing that we see, you know? So I don't know. It, it, it's, uh, she's all of our intrusive thoughts. Right. What we want to do <laughs> is what Kat does out loud. It's like, don't let the intrusive thoughts win. She lets them win. Right. And that's okay. <laughs> I guess. So, I just wish we got more out of that breakup. Like, I, you know, I guess I would love to do a cat interview. Like, cat's interview would be the most, like, I think Katie and Zach did a two-part interview with Joe and Serena. And I'm like, oh, my God, how did they fill more than five minutes? Like, what did they talk about? I was about, about to say, I, wait, two parts? I, yeah, they did a, I just saw, I literally just saw 
And I like Zach and Katie and I like Joe and Me Serena. Too. I like all four of them. I don't want to listen to all four of them on a podcast. I don't know what they would talk about. I don't know who would fill the space. You know, what? I don't know what, is Serena just going to talk the whole time? Like, I don't, I don't know, you know. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I also, like, I think, I think having the four of them, like, two couples, like, at this point, boring couples, quote unquote, on a podcast, it's like, what do you, what do you really have to talk about? Like, it's right. just like an episode of Paradise. We don't want to watch the couples who have already, no. we want, I want, I want the single people, the rejects from right. the, the cast to be starting these podcasts with other ones. Like, I don't need the happy couples to be telling, like, sp- talking down to me because they found somebody on reality TV and I can't find anybody in real life. Right. We want losers like us. The, I, yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I, that's why, like, Kat's the most interesting interview right now. It's like, answer to mm-hmm. how you treated Brayden, answer to how you reacted to Tanner. Answer to how you treated Aaron S. when you made a comment about how he, this is why you're single oh my at this gosh, age. Right? Yeah. You were so angry. Answer to um, going after John Henry when you knew your good friend Jess liked him. Answer to what happened in the John Henry relationship. What did you kind of see? Where did it go bad? You know, these these are all interesting mm-hmm. things, and you know, I don't know if we're gonna get that, but. Kat, if you're listening, we we want you on the pod. Right. You already know the questions we're going to ask. You can prepare for the test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We're going to do our Bachelor Awards. You want to get into it, Kay? Yeah, let's do it. Let's All do right. It. So 2023 has taken us on a journey over here in Bachelor Nation, and it is the year of breakups and breakdowns. So let's reminisce and give out our final roses. We have some really good categories here. 
great categories. Sam put this together. This is um, we're gonna start with the Nightmare Fuel Award. Who do you give your Nightmare <laughs> Fuel Award to? So I guess this is our greatest nightmare. We just talked about her, but I think out of all of the seasons between Zach and Golden and Paradise mm. and Charity season, my God, I can't believe all of those seasons have been this year. <laughs> I think Kat has been, out of all the seasons, the biggest nightmare out of all of the contestants. I tried to like go back and really think like, all right, who caused the most drama? But right. I think Kat caused drama on Zach's season. And then Paradise, you really can't beat cat on paradise i don't think i've ever seen anybody as like drama as her on you know, paradise. You, br you bring up a good point like because there was not a lot of drama if you think of like all the seasons put no. together you know you think of zach's season they were they were, they played pretty nice and yeah. then you think of charity season there was brayden and sean but that was like that wasn't That's really it, really yeah um and as far as like People who would anger you, you know, you're right, or give you a nightmare. Cat fits that bill. I, I went in a different direction. I, I actually oh, yeah, let's think hear it. I agree with you. Everything you said. I, I, I just, I guess, as far as nightmare is concerned, what sends shivers down my spine? What would make me wake up in the middle of the night and go, ah? And I think it's Teresa. And I think. <laughs> You could have paid me a million dollars to tell me for me to guess what your answer would have been, and it wouldn't have been Teresa. To, right? I, I, because I was thinking of like her kind of like archetype. And it's the yeah. archetype of mom who doesn't get it. Like the mom who's like the PTA mom who is unfazed by other social graces to other moms she just has this vibe and vibes aren't really fair this is an accusation but based mm -hmm. on her actions throughout the seasons of just like not being totally there it felt like she would be annoying in a way that i felt in the past like it would be like yeah mom who brags about kid who got into harvard while you're sitting there waiting on you know, Indiana to get back to you. Like, I, I, I don't know. It just, you're like the second, like she has two kids. One got into Harvard right. and then you haven't gotten anything yet. And she's like, well, Jared, right. this, and completely forgets She has another son. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Everything about her vibe was like, like if it just seemed like she was always lost. Like, and, and I, yeah, I gotta say as far as nightmare fuel, she would fuel my nightmares because I'd be like, to me, someone like that, like you'd be like, no, you don't understand why this is rude. And she'd be like, but I'm just a mom. And you'd be like, I, I, I what? <laughs> right? And you'd be like, um, so we're not even negotiating here. Yeah, I, I, so I give it to Teresa. She also gives like almond mom vibes, yes. almond mom energy, like. She's the one that's like, I'm not really hungry. I just like love a little salad. Right. And like will make you feel weird about eating other things. She opens her date with Gary at the diner by saying, let's split a milkshake. The idea, the judgment that comes with saying, let's split a milkshake. Like that is being just unaware to a unaware mom, unaware because you can't. 
Because they're always the victim. They're always like, how, why? How could you attack me like this? It's like, yeah, I want my own fucking milkshake, Teresa. Yeah. yeah like. Also, splitting a milkshake is like, you shouldn't be splitting dairy products. No. <laughs> I feel like it's just like really. <laughs> it feels like you'd be like, hey, you want to get milkshakes? And she'd be like, those are like a thousand calories. Maybe we should get one to split. And you go, oh, my God. Yeah. What am I supposed to uh -huh. say to that? I want a thousand calories. No, I'm not a monster. <laughs> and you know, I, I, <laughs> what now? <laughs> I prefer the thousand. Yeah, I, I. Okay, so let's go to the fragile masculinity award. Who did you have as your fragile masculine award? This one was hard too, right. because this was very much a year of women. Because we had all we really had was charity season mm -hmm. that gave us the men for this entire seat like year and then right. we had you know the guys on paradise so it, this one took me a second but i said brayden during charity season just because of the random like temper tantrums he would throw like i went back and i thought about when they did the thing up on stage where they had to answer all these questions for charity and then the winner got the longest kiss and brayden causing a big stink about it because, right. and he wasn't even at the date and he's like, you're going to let her just do that in front of you? Right. Like, to me, that right. was such a fragile masculinity moment. And I think that was the biggest one I saw. I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I guess I have to look at the most fragile. The men were pretty good this year. The yeah. worst, I think the worst male move of the year was Zach. I agree with you. The Braden. Oh, but Zach yeah. Saying, Zach. I will not have sex with anybody. Then having sex and then telling the other people that he did have sex. I'm rem I'm remembering this correct, right? I, yeah, I, no, you're right. This is this is a I forgot about the fact that he was like, you know what? I'm not having sex in the fantasy suites. Then does and then he's like, I have to tell you, <laughs> to right. the other person, the one he ended up choosing that he had sex with the other, right? And. Right. I guess the to me the most fragile part of that is not being able to just like own this is how my season went with this woman, this is how my season went with that woman and not and then mm -hmm. like kind of I think I remember saying that the reason it felt so off was like he basically he could have said nothing to begin with and been it, it wasn't classy. Truly. In, in and again, after having seen, you know, met Zach, I don't think, I really think it was an honest mistake, but it was the most fragile way to go through this and immature way to go through it was to make him having sex everyone else's problem or that mm -hmm. this person, I wasn't going to have sex, but then this person really pushed me. Like you put someone else in a, in a to have a bad look. Again, I've never been the bachelor. I I don't envy being a man who goes. I guess the only one no. who did it right was Gary. <laughs> you know, like I guess you know, which that. is which is like even not even true. Like Gary didn't even do it right because he's tell he's like love bombing everybody. Right, right. So, so it's like yeah, how do you? Nobody succeeds in this, so you might as well just like full send and the, do the it. The lesson is always for men: say less. I mean, that, that's I, I and, and listen, I'm speaking into the mirror right now. You know, Jared, say less, you know, so <laughs> <Say> <laughs> um, so 
Let's go to the most likable award. Who did you have? I said Susan. I think Susan was such a surprise. Susan from Golden Bachelor, just because we went into the season very much poking fun at the Kris Jenner resemblance Mm -hmm. and, you know, thinking this was going to be more of a bit. And now I'm just like, I'm obsessed with Susan. I think she's so fun. I want to hang out with Susan. She's on TikTok. Like, right. I I love her. Who did you say? Listen, this is just an effort to go in another direction. Susan deserves this award. Um, This is just, (laughs) I guess this would be, I give it to Susan with you. I I support your Susan. Like if we're going to give the award to someone, it would be to your choice. I'm just going to say most likable Gary. Like this guy, until a slanted, unfair article came out, this was the most well-liked person in America for like a hot minute. Yeah. And really, I, I, you know, coming out of the season, I, it just shows you can't, if you have a major role in this show, the only way to get out un- scarred as a dude is to be Dotton who's just like in love and we're together you know like I I don't know like there's no it's true it's very difficult to get out of this show unscathed but I will say as a 1B we have to remember like Gary was like the most well-liked man in America at one point yeah I mean I remember sitting at like like people who don't watch The Bachelor or people who haven't watched in a while we're ready to tune in for Gary's season of the Golden Bachelor. Right. I remember sitting at like a restaurant with my friend and next to us, I heard this couple talking about the Golden Bachelor and how they were excited about it because they've never seen a show like we should start. If, if we're going to watch a season, let's watch this one. I'm like, right. that's that that's is big. like the epitome of you are liked by America. It's giving very much Kelly Clarkson, very much. We voted on you as the mm. United States. Like, that that's what Gary gives. Um, uh, yeah. So I think that's a good one B. But you're right. Susan just like waltzed away with this one. I think. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry. Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Least likable. You go first on this one. I'm I'm curious. My least likable. It's got to be Cat. Like I I guess I switched up. You know, Nightmare yeah. Fuel was Teresa. Cat just like to me like the way she played it. This whole Bachelor in Paradise is like just not a likable way to play it. You put your singledom as more uh, and turn it into like kind of victimhood. You make everyone evil who doesn't like just profess their love to you. You then try mm-hmm. to like undress Tanner with this whole he can't kiss thing. You know, like you Which do like the crazy. Right. Like you you attack Aaron S's age as a 
oh, that's why you're single type of thing. Like you do every kind of like hacky mean thing that you could do. And then then you sit there and never take the loss. And no. And she's societally beautiful. You know, like she's never going to have an issue. And then. It's like, uh, you know, it just wasn't it just was the most unlikable way to go through a season of any of these shows. I agree. I mean, I don't know one person who was like, I loved Kat. Like, I can't think of anybody that was like rooting for her. She made good TV, but it wasn't because we liked her. It was because of how she acted. But she is a real thing like that. I just want to come back to that. Like, like what she did wasn't crazy it wasn't something i've never seen before it's something i've you know it's like taste you know there's experiences in life and there's people that you're like i've tasted this before you know (laughs) i've you know i feel this feels familiar right uh who did you have as your least likable i had jess from bachelor in paradise Mm -hmm. and zach's season i think I wanted to root for Jess, but I don't think she had any redeeming qualities for me during this season. Like it seemed very whiny. It seemed very woe is me and it could be the age, but there are also people who are, you know, younger on the show too that have been on the show who are younger that have, I don't know. Listen, that felt better. That that had a that gave me a better taste in my mouth. I don't I don't remember a person that's come on this show that has gotten more screen time for giving us less. Like I right. Like there was no storyline. What she had sparkles nope. on, and she was like, "I don't get to show my person." Zach season, she was a drip. Zach season, she did the I same. Know. Like, and you're like, "Why are we watching this person? What do what did you know?" And you do have these moments where you're like. What did they do? Like, I guess the same could be said for John Henry. Like, what producer loved this person so much that we I have know. to, like, deal with them? Put them on TV. Right, right. And, like, major screen time. Like, I don't know. John they, Henry is not meant for TV. Like, no. point blank, period. Right. I, I, I am. That is a really good thought because, again, with Jess, like, who was like, this is the girl? That needs to be on TV for what? Yeah, what? It, what was the? <laughs> She's not giving any us anything, right? It's yeah, I'm with, I'm with you, it, and that it's not that she's not a good person or shown anything. It's just like, why are we here with you? You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know what. Yeah, America's Next Top Golden Bachelorette. So I guess this would be, who do you want as your next golden? Yeah, I guess that that's what I took it as. I I said Faith. I I don't think Leslie should be the next Golden Bachelorette because I think she's a little too much of a wild card. I don't know if mm. she'll be able to handle all of these men, especially after going through the breakup that she just went through. I don't think right. she's emotionally capable. I also don't know if Faith is either, but I think Faith would bring in an interesting group of men with like a interesting dynamic. She would very much alpha that situation. Well, I, I agree with you. The faith would be good because you get a lot of weirdos too. Like she kind of right. covers like weirdo. I've gone into yoga crystals land 
as well mm-hmm. as I'm businessman who can be with a weirdo chick. She gives weirdo. Yeah. So like I'm riding a horse to the grocery store is a weird person. Let's just agree on one thing. So <laughs> it really is. So I do agree she would add a dynamic where she's like kind of on this spectrum of weird to normal where a finance guy would be like, I want to be with woman who would get on a horse to go to the grocery store. And so would long haired. I'm a poet retired 80 years guy. Like both of those guys would be Mm -hmm. into faith. So I had Susan, but I'm you've kind of brought me to faith as like the pick because I, I, I agree with you that it brings a dynamic that, like, Susan, you're going to get 17 Italian men who love a Sunday sauce. Like, you're, you're just like, I don't, I don't need fucking repeats. I don't need one avatar, you know? Like, and I think she's too much of a, I say this with love, mm. like a side character. I don't right. think, I think she's the, friend in the, the movie. fun, best friend, comedic relief. I don't think she is. I hate even I hate say, I hear myself saying this. I don't but I don't think she's the leading woman that we're like thinking of. Right. Can I just say who I don't want to be the bachelorette and I can't believe people are this stupid and have bought into this? Joan. Is it Joan? I I I, yeah, I I knew it. I don't understand. I I mean if you're if you're screaming for Joan, okay? Who her only screen time was she leaves the show. It's a lot of woe is me. I don't have a talent for the talent show. She didn't do a talent. She just read a love letter to, to right. Gary. Okay, so let's go. Let's let's not misremember. Then she has a speech about being invisible while being the hottest person that I've ever seen on TV. Like, like, I <laughs> like I, I can't really. I watched a, a TikTok from her the other day. It came up on my feed. And she was doing one of those like throw the shoe and then like that's I feel like I even showed we sh- I showed you this on one of our podcasts where she's like starting off in her pajamas. Yes. And then she's like in a leather uh, cat something suit or outfit. some shit. Yeah, like a cat and, suit. And you go, you are never going to have an issue, Joan. You've never had an issue. I don't want to hear your no. song and dance routine about what was me. The invisible generation. I, I, I say this respectfully. Fuck off. Like I I I the the, yeah, the, no. the market went up every day. You you know, you, you <laughs> your retirement counts, your house is worth seventeen times what it was worth before. You had your time in the oh sun. You've been societally gorgeous for a lifetime. Like I don't I, I don't understand who bought her, her 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 sad story. I just don't her get sob it. Story. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, like to me. Faith never did this like whole like victim play. That's why I like her. You know, I I I think yeah. like Joan is kind of operating that like that shitty social media world of like let me serve you this sad story that no one can disagree with because on the internet only the saddest biggest loser wins. So like saying I'm invisible as an older woman, right? Older women, and then everyone else who's not as hot as you go, yeah, wow, she's speaking my words. And it's like, yeah, because those not as hot people aren't allowed on TV. So I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> this is my I rant agree. of the I week. Mean, I'm sorry. No, but that, but that's also like, 
how are we supposed to feel bad for you when you're posting thirst traps on that? You know you are hot. <laughs> right, you're going to be fine. You're not posting those transition TikToks right. when you're insecure. Right, <laughs> you're Like you're posting those because you're like, wow, I look fucking good. Right. Let me show everybody. Like I'm going to, I don't feel bad for you. Like go get somebody. If you wanted that sort of sympathy, you should be like, cooking or like turn into martha stewart or some <laughs> shit like i don't be. need the the yeah. sexy transition i listen from listen, my next bachelorette as a opposing like if you want to say like we're we're like being too hard on joan i love april april has owned Obsessed. how hot she is april has owned how not a victim she is april you know doing a fake turn of the ankle to get attention from get funny Legend. she's got a personality like i uh, listen i would take a thousand aprils so i i like as a uh, if we want to get into the like we're being me i'm not trying to be mean i'm like i'm only going based on what i saw on the show all right let's go to zombie award so <laughs> who has come back from the dead this is in reference to you know chris harrison coming back to life with a podcast who who was gone and then suddenly is back in our lives Christina Mandrell. Yeah. I All agree. of a sudden, like I had forgotten about her. We ended up following each other on Instagram yes. uh, during, I think it was Golden Bachelor. And then, which I didn't really think too much about, but she's like come up here and there. Mm -hmm. But again, not in the world anymore, really. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, when Bachelor in Paradise ends, she's. Her and Brayden are raising her, her kid together, <laughs> which is, and now they're doing like couple TikToks. Like every post it. is them together now. I think she has made a full like resurrection. She's fun online. I got to say she's- She I, is I, fun I met, online. She, I totally agree. She's fun online and I met her in person. She came to my show in Nashville. She's totally nice and cool. I just think, yeah, I it is funny like judging books by its cover. We were like, she's the only one that came on with a last name. She's the daughter of, you know, famous people. She was in a Taylor Swift music video. Apparently. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like this person, like it is interesting the way we judge like kind of young mothers are the way I do. Like, you know, you see like mm -hmm. you see like a young mother who's like who's single. It's not fair. It's it, it really isn't fair. And and then yeah. you see that she goes in the reality show. You're like. You know, my initial response to that isn't something I'm proud of. But you go, don't do this. You know, <laughs> like you go, well, like, well, come on. Uh, what I about the know, kid? You know, you, you start being like, like, I don't have kids. I don't fucking know. But I'm like, you know, uh, all of a sudden I'm parent to the kid. Like, what the fuck do I know? And then to see how she's been cool and fun and enjoying her life. Like, I'm proud of her. Like, I think it's great. Me too. Who did you have for your zombie award? I had one hour episodes. I, I love that the one hour episodes are back. I'm, wow. I, I, I don't remember a day when they had one hour episodes, but I'm assuming they started with one hour and then it moved to two hours. Happy to see one I, hour. Episodes. No, I feel like it, it must have. It must have started at one hour and then it went to two because like you don't take up two hours on primetime TV just from minute one to test it out yeah 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 yeah. like to test it out um we right. have to you had to work your way up to that i mean i remember when this wasn't that long ago when paradise was twice a week and two hours each time yeah, yeah, yeah. so we were getting four hours of paradise a week so i mean i complain about the three hours in one thursday but we used to have to do four hours in one week 
we used to have to walk uphill both ways to Bachelor in Paradise. Um, so that is that is what I just said. In the like. snow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is what. I, am I? I'm like I just aged myself in the Bachelor world. Old man K <laughs> took us back to another time when we were making making soup on the open flame as we hiked our way to Bachelor in Paradise in the snow. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I Well, listen, for the sake of this award, one-hour episodes coming back from the dead, what a true pleasure, I got to say. Yeah, I, that was great. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Least Graceful Exit Award. This one was hard because I don't think anybody had... Not for me. Like a crazy... <laughs> I had a great... Okay, I, did you go first? Mine, I... Warwick going on the date with Charity. Warwick, oh, the most yeah. like good-looking guy in the show, feathered hair, great-looking dude, tall, looks like the guy from Crazy Rich Asians... Uh huh. Yeah. The lead, like I don't, totally I don't know his name, but yes, good-looking dude, and had nothing to say on that carnival date. Absolutely nothing. Just a nothing and a tux. It was so awkward. It showed through. I've never seen a one-on-one that awkward. He gets sent home at the end of it. He doesn't even have. He falls asleep in the limo. Falls asleep in the. Honestly, you're so right. I remember watching that date and I was gobsmacked. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't believe that I was excited about Warwick. I remember the cast list coming out and being like, ooh, right. this guy is hot. <laughs> right. I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to get into these DMs the second the season's over if she doesn't pick him. You know what I mean? Right. And then you see the date and it was such a buzzkill. Like I got the ick. You know, it's funny because ick. you go on dates and you go, I thought I was pretty nice on the date. You know, like, I think I'm okay. I don't think, I, yeah. I, I, I hope no one walks away from a date with me and is ever like, oh, oh my God, I couldn't get through that. I think I can keep the ball in the air. I think that's what we're kind of do as podcasters. And then, mm -hmm. but then you go, ah, everyone's the same. I kind of have this thing. I'm like, everyone's the same. And then you watch Warwick on a date and you go, that's right. I'm the best at conversation. You know, like I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew there were these losers out there. So it made me feel I good. I had uh, Xavier mm. as the least graceful exit. Obviously, it wasn't like a dramatic exit, but it was very much a we were let down. Xavier left on the same night as the men tell all. And so I was there watching in person like so they showed us when we went to the mental, I got to go. They had everybody watch the episode before you went into the dome of the undateables. Mm -hmm. And so I was in there watching 
with all of the undateables and the reaction that uh, that you heard when Xavier talked about cheating Mm -hmm. and that entire scene was I mean deafening right (laughs) and just because we were we loved Xavier he knits he is like you know a a doctor or some something in the medical field like he was the nice guy that we were all rooting for and then that scene was just so cringe and I, that was a that was a say, a letdown. Another for sure. say less moment for men. He, what was it that less. he said? Something along the lines of like, if a girl's got her titties oh, out, yeah. I gotta suck them. I can't like, make any was, promises. Uh, he, right. He was like, you know, if I go on vacation with my boys, like, oh, oh, <laughs> like what am I? <laughs> can't make any promises. Well, not- I'm not gonna just like touch a nipple. You know, like yeah, he was so. He was so like you wanted to like just take a finger, put it up to his mouth, and go. No more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me take this from here, Xavier. Yeah, you were, <laughs> because he didn't. He didn't say anything that was like. That was like like he. I remember maybe I'm misremembering this, but it was like he was like, yeah, I've cheated before. Like it was like one of those like I've cheated before, like which like. You know, yeah. if you're out there and you've never done that, good. Uh, you're a better person than a lot of people, myself included. Like, and you go, and mm-hmm. then, but like, he was saying things that were like more like generalities that like didn't need to be said. <laughs> like, no, like he was trying to be honest with it, right. but then like kept going back and being like, you know, oh, he said something like, you know, if you cheat on your if you cheat on your wife or no, if you cheat on your girlfriend, you know, but if you cheat on your wife, she goes, if you cheat on anyone, right, right, like right. he was comparing, like, he was getting into like <laughs> the difference. He was getting into like cheating ethics. Like it was like, dude, we don't need your blog and dissertation. Babe. What did you do? Let's move on. Like, you know, like can you fix it? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, no one knows. No <laughs> one knows. What you're saying is like, is like high level true. Let's stick to microeconomics. Get I away know. from macro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> so I laugh at that stuff so much because it's like it is so like me. It is in me as a man, you know, to make mistakes like that. Like I see it's that your DNA. Right. I'm laughing at me, you know, like <laughs> Jared, shut the fuck up. And it's like. It's like when I saw Gary doing things and like everyone was, you know, listen, I was on Big Big Dog Dog Gary Gary. from day one. I said, this guy, this dog barks, this dog eats. I knew. And then everyone, oh, Jared, you're gross. Jared, it's you. Oh, Jared, you're the only guy who masturbates. Jared, you're the one who shits and wipes and looks at the toilet paper to see what type of shit went on the toilet paper. Yeah, that's just me. I'm gross, Jared. Guess what? (laughs) They're just like me. I'm like the evil guy in the... I'm the evil Marvel villain. You're just like me. You are all disgusting. Like me. Yeah, like... I'm dying because I have my vintage You Up sweatshirt yes. on right now. The You Up live one. I'm like, this is taking me back. Those shows. Vintage. I'm a, I'm 100 years old. I'm Gary's age. Of this. 
Let's do best actor, actress in a reality series. Who's the most fake? I thought Aaron B. I'll die on that hill. I've been yeah. saying it from the beginning. I don't you believe have. a fucking word that guy says. I, I... <laughs> Not a word. <laughs> he was friends with Aaron Clancy, the yeah. biggest scammer I've actually ever seen. Um, right. This he and he shouldn't have. He like posted those pictures from the beginning, like him and Aaron leading up to the season ahead of time, and I was like, ah. This is this isn't going to be good. Yeah, I, I there's no disagreeing. I there wasn't an honest moment with Aaron. The, you know, you get on the plane to Tahiti when you know you've lost the show. You know you lost. You're out, dude. What are you doing? Hit the road. Yeah. He has his. He has his. Um, in his bio, I just saw this the other day when I was going to you know check the breakup posts. <laughs> in his bio. <laughs> Like, you know how you put your, like, location or whatever? Yeah. He has San Diego and Fiji. Stop it. Get out of here. I, I swear on my life. Aaron, if you're listening, <laughs> I will give you a free ticket to my show in San Diego. I'm doing shows the end of the year. I'm doing New Year's weekend. You're only invited. Only if you take Fiji out of your bio. Yes. Only if you take Fiji out of the bio. Just take it out. With a plus one. You can bring whoever you're lying to that week. <laughs> just get rid of Fiji and the tickets are yours. I'll pay for the drinks. Did you have the same? Did you have the yeah, same? I'm um, with you. There's no right. there's nobody else that was putting on an act as much as Aaron did. Um most right. likely to show up in paradise again. Who did you Who did you have? Oh, I had another actor. I have a one B. For the biggest. Oh, act. yeah, go. And it was only because I saw yours and then I was like, yeah, there's no one else. Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean knew 100%. the show so much that he thought that that when Hannah Brown showed up to Paradise, Sean acted like it was Taylor Swift. And that means, you know, the show enough to know where your followers could come from. And he was a guest on this show. Nice guy. Don't get me wrong. But like he wanted to be on this show as long as possible. So Sean was He's my playing one. all of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking it, of <laughs> to show up in paradise again. What I you, said, Sean. Yeah. He's come. He there is no way he doesn't want to come back to paradise. He right. he went back to his regular uh, whatever medical sales or whatever the fuck cyber mm. security i don't know what he does um job <laughs> and i don't think he knows yeah uh, yeah it, but he's he's going back to paradise for sure he wants to he would he'll do whatever the producers say right yeah i i had cat i think cat will go back i think cat will will kind of convince herself that she got a bad edit and she'll try this like redemption tour to show people I'm not a bad person. And then in turn, we'll show she's a exactly who we thought she was. I mean, that's that's the whole point of paradise really right. is to get to either you have the fall from grace or you are you have the redemption story. And I think it's she's due for redemption at this point. So we'll yeah. see. And she's 
young enough. She's like in that age range. I think she's going to be 28 or something where she thinks she's old, but yeah. she's not. So she'll probably do the whole thing where she'll come on and be like, us old women, you know, like do the grandma that like every senior yeah. woman in college does. And you're like, you're 22. Can you shut the Yeah, fuck what up? are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so, okay. It's giving cringe award. Nothing will ever, ever, ever beat Will falling into that pool on the date. Yeah, I don't. I. I <laughs> <laughs> that the way I gasped, I, I couldn't believe what I was. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I thought I was like, oh, my God. Am I, I like rubbed my eyes and could not believe that this man who has been like through the ringer already looks like he hasn't slept in three months, fell into this pool before his date. And then they had him sitting in that on on that date, sopping wet the it's, whole time. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen on this show. <laughs> him sitting there Bro. wet. It's the funniest thing. And he was such a not. He was the right guy for the role, but I never saw him as the guy for the role. Like it was so unexpected. He I know. he wasn't equipped to make it fun, which made it even more fun. <laughs> it was And then how is and how his entire like relationship status trajectory happened right. makes it even sadder yeah and funnier he was in the mix he really it wasn't like he was a guy who came and no one wanted him like he was making out and then he, yeah. you know this guy and he, he did come on with a reputation he was the throw the jack in the pool guy which was like a very like i remember at the time i was like this is a wild moment like this guy needs therapy and then he comes on the yeah. show and you're like oh i don't think he got the therapy like i, I <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, we haven't, we still haven't worked through this. Right. <laughs> Yikes. So my biggest cringe award, I don't want to repeat this person. I kind of have a double up. All right. I think it was Rachel. You know, oh. Rachel being a former bachelorette and then coming back on this show and then literally having no one to give a rose to is like, I just don't, you know, I again, that's less about Rachel and more about how this position has aged, the former Bachelor yeah. or Bachelor. But it's still like, she's kind of the, the human personification of the fall from grace of the title of the Bachelorette. Do you know what I mean? I know. I mean... She even had to split her bachelorette time with Gabby. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Tanner makes it, the guy she was with makes a joke about Gabby being the better bachelorette when that was in her entire season. It's all she was hearing was, I was into Gabby. I'm into Gabby. I want right. Gabby and not her. And then she comes on to Paradise and she has that nasty breakup with Tino. Tino. Who, who cheated, admittedly. Mm hmm. All of it was and embarrassing. Then, it's just like it was just embarrassing, and it's not again. It's not her. It is just the situation. Well, of what it could have been. It, it could have been. I feel like well, anybody in that position, but it sucks that it was her. Here's the thing: the way she reacted to Zach in that fantasy suite, 
the way that has aged has not been in her favor, in my opinion. She goes to the fantasy suite with Zach, and I assume Zach said something to her about religion or something. I don't know. It made it look like she came out of there totally the face of the ick personified. Like, it just was like, yeah. If we go back, we go, she goes in that fantasy suite with Zach. It does it. Something happens that no one knows what happened. We don't know. I don't know. And then we're kind of led to believe that Zach might be this like weirdo. Like, I, 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 I really, it did him no favors as far as a look. Then Zach becomes, I mean, well, yeah. I'm just saying like, what, what happened? Do you know what I, I know. mean? I'm, I'm still, I'm still dying to know what happened because in my head, I'm like, it was definitely Zach. Like there is, I mean, I love Zach and I think he's a great guy, but there's his what? voice and the awkwardness is like painful sometimes. But I mean, like, but it, I feel like it could have been her, but then he becomes the bachelor. So that means the producers liked being around him. Liked, liked mm-hmm. him. Like, like that isn't, he wasn't the pick of the country. This wasn't Tyler Cameron right. where everyone was like, you know, chanting his name. The country was actively mad that Zach was picked. So he must have been really well liked by the producers. Then, you know, does the season. Heldon, like, is really just, like, beloved by the cast. Like, it does, even though he made mistakes, it doesn't seem like any of these women hold grudges on him. Mm-hmm. And then... He has a working relationship with Katie that with yeah, who's seem, great, who seems awesome. Mm-hmm. And now we have Rachel with the rose that's slumped over, holding it in her hand with no the one emoji. to give it to. So what? Even to go back further, Clayton season. Mm-hmm. Clayton did the whole thing where it was like he ended up what sleeping with both women and he ended up telling them or he said I love you mm-hmm. and whatever and she got her heart broken there that's the only reason why Gabby and Rachel were, th- were the bachelorette right. to make right for Clayton's actions I am like right I I, I don't know like and, and even in that scenario like I I you know Clayton fucked up and that was a tough one but you're like did that set her on a path I don't know like there's these like Sliding door butterfly effect moments for Rachel that I'm like, I don't know what what went down or how this affected you, but it does feel like, you know, you go from doing the, you know, good morning America, I'm the bachelorette with Gabby to rose in hand, I'm going to leave. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Biggest redemption after the show. Zach. Right. To me. In in my like personal opinion, obviously, like people who don't know Zach, Mm. obviously you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't think anything of it. But 
to me, from him being on the podcast with us and like getting to talk to him, he came into the Betch's office. Everybody met him in there, loved him. Yeah. I think, I think Zach for me has been the, the, biggest change because i remember being actively annoyed about zach i was like yo this guy sucks yeah yeah. and now i'm like i like this dude like i'm commenting on his instagram pics of like him and katie very cute like he's a cool guy see he is he and i've met him in person couldn't have been nicer i my biggest redemption is katie like i think like i have friends where the person that they got married to has improved the person. Do you know what I mean? Like they've become better yes. because they're in this relationship. I think mm-hmm. kind of Katie is to me, I'll give her the flowers on that one. I'll be like, wow. Cause yeah, she's she like, can take this. She will give her the credit. She's a dynamic fun. Even when I was like just backstage with them after the show, I was like, Oh, she's like, yeah. Bachelor winner. You know, like you're like, Oh, I get it right away. And like hot and so nice and just dreamy. Again, I don't want to listen to both of them with Joe and Serena on a podcast. I do. (laughs) Like, I, you know, so I don't want to listen. Someone inform their listeners to come over to this podcast where we talk shit. Um, Okay, (laughs) so on that note, who had the biggest fall from grace? I mean, I think Avon a bit. We. We really liked Avon, even at the after the final rose of Gabby and Rachel's season when Avon came out and was like, hey, Rachel, I want to take you on this date in front of Tino. Mm-hmm. I think everybody really liked Avon in general. Then he comes on this show. He's in a relationship like he's in the relationship with Kylie, dedicated to Kylie. And then we kind of like get annoyed with Kylie at the end when she's like, why aren't you proposing to me? And he's like, because I really like, I really like you and I want to make this work. Like, let's just do it. So you're cheering for him. And then two days later comes out that he's been cheating multiple times. Right. I, I, on that note, he's not on social media right now at all. Like he paused all of his accounts. (laughs) If I'm him, I'm just like, fuck it. Who the fuck cares? I mean, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> Slide into my DMs. <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> yeah, I'm single now. Uh, my bad. Just Oops. own it. Yeah, I don't know. What are you? What are you, people going to hate you forever? That's where my fall from grace comes in. My respect for the audience. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is. I have lost a lot of respect for the audience because one, this Avon guy. Everyone was like, I want. I want to see the old tweets of people going. Avon should have been the bachelor, not Zach. Like all yeah. those like, yo, ah, this guy is a saint on earth and Zach, this fucking loser. And now none of them come out and say, oh, maybe I was wrong. You know, like, I, I don't know. That didn't age well. Right. Or, and then it also goes back to the Gary article. If you read that Gary article and you walk away, like I saw people being like, Andy cheated on his wife, I heard. It's like, don't just toss this shit out there. Like, no. you loved Gary this whole time, and then you find out he had an ex-girlfriend where you hear from one side of the story and under a pseudonym where they're not even giving their real name, and there's three sides to every story. I'm not saying Gary is like, I never made him out to be a saint, but you shouldn't no. do that either, and you can't make him out to be Satan as well. Like, let's stay in normalcy here so that's my fall from grace is the audience there was a really funny 
There was a really funny um, interview. It was Katie Couric, I mm. believe, and Gary and Teresa after like everything happened at the ar- after the article after the final rose, etc. And Katie point like asks him like, so what happened with this ex and like why did you da 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 and then but his answer was like uh, she was like how you were together with her for a long time and he was he essentially was like. Well, that's just not true. And like es- essentially said, like, it depends on what you think, like what together me like oh. downplayed <laughs> it. And I was like, big dog Gary barking. Big dog Gary. I was like, and then you see Teresa just like looking at him like a single tear like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Man. he came on you up. He came on this podcast. We asked him about online dating. He said he was online dating. He said he drove three hours to go meet women. He said he wasn't really a restaurateur. He said he was more of a uh, a mediator than a restaurateur. He played all that down. It's like he lived yeah. in half-truths. You know, it's not a total lot. He wasn't like out there being like, I've never seen no. a woman since, you know, since Tony. You know, so, I don't know. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> so All right. Uh, most likely to go on special forces. Listen, this is my favorite. I added this one because <laughs> I love it. I love special forces mm. and the bachelor people just do really well on this show. Right. Um, I think Jesse Palmer would be great on special. I would, it would be I fun mean, to watch. he's, he's going to be a new dad. So I don't think that's actually going to happen, mm. but I think Jesse Palmer would be a great addition to special horses. I agree. I had Doughton. Um, Ooh. Because I watched the first season or a, a couple episodes from the first season. They had Dwight Howard. And there was a real yes. fun, there was a really funny scene where and Doughton's really tall. So it was a really funny scene where they're in like the, the toilets and you can see like Dwight Howard's head is just like poking above like Big Bird. Um, so I don't know. It just made me think of Doughton doing it. And Doughton would, him. Honestly, I would like to see Doughton because he's very like docile. I would like yeah. to see him put into these like intense situations i'm with you i i i love that and i love jesse palmer's that who do you want to see on dancing with the stars i think wells i think i i he needs a new job (laughs) i think wells needs a new needs a needs a new job now we can't have him on the beach it doesn't make any sense right like him being on the beach anymore he has like four lines the entire season and what are we doing yeah i would He's not giving good advice. He's it's all just too it feels fake. He's also aging out. Like he's part of another generation. Like it would almost make sense to replace him with Braden as crazy as yeah. that sounds. Yeah. Or somebody that's been in like the new like post-pandemic bachelor franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like starting at like Katie Thurston season and forward. Right. I, on that note, I would want to see Brayden on Dancing with the Stars just to see what earrings. The costumes. The costumes. I mean, this guy has a flair. He would, he'd be amazed. The costumes great, alone. Honestly. Yeah, I want to see Brayden. Yeah. So, okay, those are our awards. Now, we want to do a rose and a thorn of the year. Who gets your rose of the year, your thorn of the year? My rose of the year goes to the golden bachelor i Mm. think this was such a great 
I know it's like a big section, but I just think it was such a refreshing moment for this franchise. We needed a change. We needed something different. We needed people that something to actually root for, especially when Paradise failed completely. Right. I. And who's your thorn? I'm still not over the three-hour Paradise finale. Yeah, it was horrific. That had no final rose. That had no like real meat to it at all. And then none of the couples lasted. You're telling me that I watched three hours uh, and I was at like a holiday party Yeah, during no. this and none of the couples lasted. I'm mad. I'm with you. I had, okay, so my rose and thorn goes to the same people. It goes to the producers. Rose, because okay. you took a chance with Golden Bachelor. That's not a chance. It's not a chance. You didn't take a chance. No. But you did it. Good for you. You went to an hour. And it worked. And it worked. And people were pumped about it. My thorn is not seeing the writing on the wall to the producers that people want normalcy to this show. People want, like, the fact that us, you and I, Kay, two people in their 30s, single, relate more to the people on The Golden Bachelor than we do to anyone on The Bachelor franchises. It kind of says something. Like, you've lost track of what we want from this show. So, yeah, like, it it is crazy to me that they see this ratings bonanza from The Golden Bachelor, the most watched show on Hulu, I think, or something like that. And then you don't Mm -hmm. turn around and go, Okay, let's do Millennial Bachelor. Let's do Millennial Bachelorette. Let's do, let's get in the writer's room and figure this shit out on how to make this a more normal show because that's what people are looking for. We've done extreme. We want the people that we relate to. So I, I, it is a great frustration of mine. I mean, look at, we, we just took email submissions. I'm embarrassed about this, but like we took email submissions from listeners to go on a date with me and we chose one and I'm going on a date on Tuesday. I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on a date. Okay. And are we recapping it on you up? Because I need yes. to know. It'll be recapped on you up. We've already like read the emails on you up. You'll be able to hear the emails read next week. A few of them. We got like, it, it, we got a bunch of emails, but like, you know, listen, you know what we, she looks like? No, we, I'm, we I'm no getting, picture. I'm like, <laughs> past this i'm like okay wait but (laughs) no yeah no pictures just write in as to why you want to go on a date and like listen it's very humbling and flattering but to like extend this out to like the bachelor universe i'm not just bringing this up to bring this up these emails were written by people who just want to go on a fun date and like meet someone and have fun like it wasn't about me and you know i'm just someone that they hear is like open to going on a date without having to Mm -hmm. deal with apps and all these things it's like there are people out there that are normal, fun, awesome people with good jobs and, you know, and, and, and really like, I, I, at least there's a lot of, you know, that we hear from on You Up and this podcast. So it's like the casting is there. Like, you know, like I, I don't think yeah. the TV element was going to, the TV thing isn't what it used to be. It's not crazies. So, and we've seen from the Golden Bachelor it can be done in a Correctly. fun way. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, that's my, I agree. That's my long winded thorn and plea to the producers, but. And, and plea. No, <laughs> this has been, this has been a good year. Yep. 
Next year we have, you know, Gary's wedding, Gary and Teresa's wedding. That's right. We have Joey's season coming up. Um, I think it's January 22nd. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start over. See, get a whole new crop of, crop of contestants. That's right. And see what the world, maybe a golden bachelorette. I, I'm predicting a golden bachelorette announcement at Joey's after the final rose. I hope you're right. And yeah, good luck to those men because they're all going to have their lives ruined. Uh, <laughs> ruined. <laughs> Who would ever do I, this? I, I, that low key is my nightmare fuel is the fact that these men, their histories, their pasts are just. Can we just not? Can we just not? Can we just enjoy? Can we just enjoy them and just enjoy them like you would your father who you know has said some horrific shit? How about that? You know, right. like it's like we've all made a mistake yeah. or two. Let's just let them live. Not ruin this for all right. of us. OK, what, uh, I want to I want to live in a little bit of ignorance for like <laughs> right. one season of the show. Great work, Kay. We did it again. Great year. We did it. All right. So we will be back on January 9th. So we'll recap Gary's wedding. So make mm. sure to tune in then. Until then, you can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor. You can follow me at Kay York City. And Jared, what's going on this week? So if people want to come to a show... Uh, the end of the year is coming. I'm doing Albany this weekend. It's going to be me and the wait staff at those shows. And then I'm going to San Diego Bachelor HQ at the end of the year. I've been meeting a lot of Bachelor fans randomly. Like it, Really? Not, not, it wasn't like this before. For some reason, they're coming out. I, uh, I really appreciate it. They all say it's hi to time. UK. Yeah. Um, oh, I love I love meeting people out. It's so fun. They love you. I'm going to be in Houston and Madison, Wisconsin, Buffalo, New York. I'm adding a second show. Boston, Toronto, Chicago, Minneapolis, Royal Oak, Charleston, Boise, Idaho, Olympia, Washington. I'm going to some new places. Vancouver, Denver, San Francisco, Los Angeles. It's coming. Finally. That's right. I was like, if you don't get to Los Angeles. <laughs> For the Netflix is a joke festival. Very excited. Um, That's going to be so fun. Nashville. And um, I think, what was the other one that got added? The Charleston isn't on my site yet, but it's coming. So jaredfree.com for the tickets. Assemble the group chat. It's a one hour story about going to the beach with my family. Um, I think everyone will relate to it. It's a lot of fun. So. Maybe, maybe Gary and Teresa will come in Charleston. L- maybe I'll, I'll I'll message Gary. Maybe he'll see. We his should DMs. We should reach out to Gary and get yeah. him get him and Teresa to the show. I would love that. That could be part of their honeymoon. <laughs> I think Leslie's coming to my Minneapolis show. You have to tell me everything. I will. Yeah, she. I'm I think obsessed. she works at the theater. Oh, yeah! Amazing. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. So it'll be nice to meet. All right. So yeah, that's it. make sure you check out the shows, and we will see you in January. Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.